Shout out to all the Breeze super fans out there, man. Welcome into the Views from the Bleachers podcast. This is your boy, Path the Designer, the pettiest man alive, Mr. P Kid. Is it a bit P Kid in the building? You know, I got to do gang, the, gang, point, gang. the point thing. If you listen on the podcast side, man, you're missing out because you're missing all of the video content. Me and Kid just making stupid facial expressions and laughing. This is the chance we get to talk about whatever <laughs> we want. Because, you know, YouTube be trying to, like, mess with us on that. They be like, you want to talk about the rest of the NBA? Nah, bro. But for the super fans, man, uh, we want to do this for y'all. We appreciate you guys for being subscribed to the channel and being super fans. So you will get this once a week. Kid might not be on every episode. If he is, shout out to that. If he's not. Hey, once a week, I could definitely make happen for the super we can, fans. We can do it then. You know, we're we working out the schedule right now. But we're also going to have more people on this mug as well. But we appreciate you guys for showing love to the channel, man. Um... Any uh any pre-show announcements you got coming up, kid? Anything you got coming? I know uh y'all know I'm going back to work. So uh from the 21st on, uh the show will probably the daily show will be pre-recorded. I have my wallet in my back pocket. That might hurt. Uh <laughs> too much money, baby. I'm lying. Uh <laughs> as I'm as I'm as I'm saying, I'm going back to work. No, uh the show will be pre-recorded um monday through friday but we will still have a show monday through friday you will at least get a 30 minute episode i'm hoping to do an hour-long episode but sometimes i'm gonna be tired um i think outside of announcements that's it yeah we'll be no, doing this support, once a week that's pretty much it. Of that i'm also going to be releasing more content myself that'll be on the breeze nation i've already committed to that because we have to keep the train rolling Thanks. and um you know pat has been Pat has been the uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo of this thing, so we might as well go ahead and support him in any way. Uh, yeah. Although I don't mind a, a Chris Middleton cr- contract, though. Thank you. Hey, listen, uh, <laughs> listen. That's the, that's the, that's the contract for when everybody turns on Zach Levine. I'm gonna be like, even if you think Zach's the number two, he's making less than Chris Middleton's extension is if you take his first contract into account. Don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> about to say that ain't true. <laughs> no, said, no, Chris' first contract was thirty. 35? I think his first extension was 35, and then he got yeah. 180 on top of that? It was 35 over, like, two, three years, though. Yeah, but then he got halfway through that, he got 180. Yeah, halfway through. That's, that. hey. Zach, what was that contract? Zach is 215. For Zach is 215? What was his contract before, before the extension? 78, 80, something like that. 78 Zach got paid more than Chris Middleton. Zach you got, got his, uh, Middleton Zach, is a 10-year project for them. No, Chris Middleton was uh, on the same team, though. Chris Middleton had bird rights, so they had different rights with Chris Middleton. But either way, uh, hey man, I'm this. I, I like doing a podcast like this, man. We can just come in here and just start talking about anything because the one thing I do want to talk about, um, I think that's pretty much it for the pre-show announcement, uh, pre-game announcements, man. Um, let's get into the let's get into the bleacher section in this mug, bro. Let's, we we can start with a little sports. This this podcast really can turn into any conversation, legit. That's why I love doing these. Uh, but I want to start with something here because Giannis Antetokounmpo came out on Serge Ibaka's. I almost want to call that a show. I feel like that's not a podcast because he's like cooking while he's doing Yeah, so Giannis was on there. And uh, Serge asked him about uh, Wimbenyan. And somebody who, when we look at him, we like, we've never really seen this before in Giannis where he's like Shaq and Kareem and a little bit of wilt on the like all of that put together like we haven't seen that player be built before Man, maybe a with a better offensive uh, maybe action. uh magic shack is the best comparison that you could have like dominance uh, uh agility defense all that because lakers shack wasn't playing no defense mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> that man basically came out and said that victor women is something that the league 
has never seen before. And here is the question that I pose to the chat, the super fans, all of that. And of course, kid, because he's going to be the one answer. How many teams in the league right now do you think are willing to give up a proven talent to go out and get Victor Wembanyama? I'm talking about a team where you look at it and you like you have a star level player as you go through it, age playing into it, whatever, right? Like the Lakers, would they give up LeBron to go get that pick? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many teams in this league do you think would dismantle their team to go get that player? It's a very situational thing, man. It's so situational because to me, uh, right? Like, I'm looking at the Lakers, I'm like, I, I would think the situation the Lakers are in. They I would, would trade LeBron and AD to go get Victor Wembanyama, and I, I would, would agree it. with it. I would do it. As LeBron, there's no hate against LeBron. LeBron's legacy is already cemented. Him going out, I mean, if he when he breaks Kareem's record, somebody, John, I think John Sally said he won't. I don't know what what game he's been watching, but LeBron's been cooking like 25. Points Did you hear his reasoning though? He said he don't think that they'll let him because Phil wouldn't let Kobe break 81. Or he wouldn't let he wouldn't let Kobe break uh, uh, Wilt's record of a hundred, because he said at the pace Kobe was going, he'd have, he'd have scored hundred and eight points. Yeah, but Kobe came out at the end of that game. No, so Kobe, that's literally Kobe, my favorite game. Kobe Kobe came out into the third. Kobe didn't play much in the fourth. No, Kobe how much he played out. in the fourth? Kobe came out in the fourth. He's but, talking about, but it was a lot of time left. Not really. Uh, I think it was like six minutes left. I, I gotta remember. I gotta remember. Score nineteen. I mean, to to sit there and let him score nineteen points, and you know, I think it, it still had to be the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, the game I think he's really talking about is when Kobe scores sixty-two in three quarters. He maybe it was that one. May could have been that one too. Yeah, and they sat him the entire the rest of the third and entire fourth. He outscored the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. And so that at too. that point. Like, yeah, at that pace, Kobe could have cooked him because Kobe got 62 with taking – I think most of his uh, points were mid-range and in the paint. He didn't take a lot of threes that game. Um, but Phil basically said he said some records weren't meant to be broken. So that's why – that was his reasoning behind them saying they probably won't let LeBron do it. But I, I just – I don't think that it's possible for you to not – unless LeBron gets hurt, it's not possible. Like, literally, what is it? He's got to average 25 points a game for, like, he's, 30 games? No, he's got – oh, is that the stat? I thought he it's, had it's, – No, it's like – it's literally, like, if he averages, like, 25 points a game for, like, 30 or 40 games or something like that, like, he's going to break the record. He was 1,400 points behind, and last time I checked – He's played a few games, and we're only talking about regular season. All time, only he's already season. yeah. It's only playoffs season. included. He's already an all time leading scorer. Yeah. So that's out the that's out the window. Um, I think he had to score average. I know for a fact before the season started, he had to average sixteen points a game for eighty for all eighty two games. Yeah, it was it's something low like that, but like for thirty, I, I seen a stat where it broke it down for thirty yeah. or something like that, forty. But even so, with that, right? Even knowing that, all time leading score. You would give that up, yeah, for women, Yana. Yeah. So, how many teams? This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do, right? Let's go. Let's go through the teams because I think this is such an interesting conversation when you talk about the complexities of now, the teams you, that I gotta already say this, though. I gotta say this though because somebody's gonna clip this up and be like, "Kid said that." It's very situational. Yeah. I'm thinking as if I'm Rob Palenka, Jenny, you the Buck, GM. 
Yeah. And I have to sit there and rebuild my team. You got to think once LeBron is done, they really have nothing. As with most LeBron, they don't have picks. They don't have any picks except that's why they're not trying to give it up the 2027 pick because that's the only like real valuable pick that they have. Although Rob was in Indiana yesterday. Hey. You seen that? They they said Rob was in Indiana yesterday. All you seen was Buddy Hill with eyes underneath. Hey, listen, Buddy Hill and uh, if they really, I mean, realistically, I would try to get Tyrese Halliburton um, if I could. I really would. I think that's the one piece that they're not giving up. <laughs> Indiana, like, nah, we got something for y'all. Yeah. Matherin and Halliburton finna be nasty. But all right, let's let's do this, right? Boston Celtics. It. Would you give up Jason Tatum right now for women? No, heck no. Holding on to Tatum, Brown. I wouldn't give up anybody on Boston right you now. You wouldn't give up anybody on Boston. All no, right, I'm Boston just, I'm I'm literally just naming stars. I think Bucks is easy. Nobody's giving up Giannis. Um, Portland. I'm not going to say Dame because Dame comes with what it is. Would you give up Anthony Simons for, for women? I would give up Dame. I, that's, that's not Because I think, right, Dame, Dame age-wise, of course, right? Like, I, I would give up Dame as well. You have uh, For me, I'm looking at, like, would you reset your franchise for this? I think Simons is the reset. Would you Simons reset? is the reset. Simons yeah. is the reset. Would you trade Simons for Wimbenyana? To no, get no, the no, first no. round pick for Wimbenyana? No. I'm, what I mean by – I think we mean two different things. Like Simon being the reset for me, like Simon is the person you can build around. Agreed. And he's a younger talent. I think what's his second year, third year? I think it's his third or fourth year, something like that. He's like 23, 24. He's really young. He's young. I would make a move. It's a young piece. Yeah, I would make a move for another star talent potentially and really just do Dame. uh, I think it'd be Portland doing Dame a good service by just letting him go to a contender or somebody that's willing to give up their picks, if it's a better situation, like I said, very situational. I would only move off of him because Dame is not going to say, I want to leave Portland. Well, here's the thing, right? It's not going to be a better situation because the first-round pick is going to be on a team that sucks. Will the Bulls have a first-round pick, potentially? No. Women, Giannis going number one. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Like, there's nobody, like, here's the thing. Here's how I know. Who's coming out of college right now? We don't even know nobody's name yet. Like, I'm sure, like, college heads know, like, who's going to be in the top five and stuff like that. But, like, for me and you, right, like, I I, I knew last year going into the season, yeah. like, Paolo Bancaro's name. Yeah. I hadn't sure. watched his game. I hadn't – but I knew his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're seeing with Victor Wimignana right now. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, be I honest do. with you, and this is this is a hard t- – and I'm, I'm one right where I'm also taking the team into account, the situation. If I'm Portland – I would package Damon Simons. I would take back a bunch of end of end of whatever it is contracts to get that first round pick. I don't think you could package both because they make too much money. This is completely hypothetical, but that's how much I would give up because. And actually, I know they can't do it because they also paid Simons, right? Um, because you're not going to get somebody out there to help Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant's not enough to win you an NBA championship. You know, unfortunately, they still they're kind of cooking right now. So it's interesting. Are they cooking right now for sure? And if they listen, if they if they win a championship, it's wrong. But I think right in a city like that, like we we were talking about this before, you never see anybody go to Portland. You've never seen a big name free agent sign in Portland. It's always been trade. But somehow Oklahoma City is still the projected number one team to get the pick. <laughs> um and right, and OKC, like that's the the wild part is right. Like 
you have so you were talking you have so much talent there. What you gonna do with all of it? Right? Like I'm I'm fine with you moving. I would say move SGA. I would I would move SGA and Chet. I would move as well. Chet ain't played a game yet. Still so. move. But here's the thing: potential sometimes is worth so much more than the proven. You saw what? What all we saw of Chet was him blocking shots and making buckets in, in summer league. I would move, I would move SGA and maybe Giddy. I don't think. I don't think you can move Chet because one, he hasn't played a game yet. Two, you know, think about what that back or front court will look. What position Bro, is Chet it's already he's front court. It's already look it's slim, my boy. <laughs> it's a slim front court. They got Chet and they got um Pokashevsky. The the front court weighs less than 300 pounds put together. <laughs> <laughs> A whole front court weighs less than 300 pounds put together, my boy. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I would move I would move Chet because I want women Yana to have that spot. Although what the one thing that I will say is we're starting to see the NBA kind of go back to a very much like Cleveland went back to we're gonna play a bunch of big dudes. It's like people in basketball realized, hey, tall people matter in basketball. Oh, rebounding in centers actually <laughs> bro, matter. like it's, it blows my mind, bro. Like maybe because now I see Orlando it. doing it. Now I see Cleveland doing it. Now you see in Utah doing it. It's like, hey, you know, these tall you know what changed matter. that? Cleveland being very successful at it. No, Giannis. Yeah, but the, I can't even say Warriors that. Had Here's to the face thing, though. The I can't even final. say that, though, because nobody else did it until we saw Cleveland flip the entire, like, like Cleveland was what, a 25-win team look before last, last year? Three, look at the last three champs. You got the Warriors, which you give, I give you that. Yeah. But if they don't have oh, size, Looney, I agree with you. If they don't have Looney, oh, they are cooked. Yeah. Loon played great. They don't give him enough credit. But then you have Lakers you and you have Bucks. He don't even get ticked no more. <laughs> Look at what the Lakers did. They were just too big for everybody. Yeah. Too big, and they had good perimeter defense. I don't yeah. care if you shoot lights out. I got good perimeter defense, and I'm going to get this board when you miss because you shoot at best 38%. And that's Give me I'm this saying. rock. It's, it's crazy that, like, in basketball, people just look at it and be like, hey, those tall dudes standing together are tough to beat. It's like, bro. Uh, like, like, the NBA, the 90s meant a little bit of something. All right. Portland, so you would just – you wouldn't move off Simons on Portland. No, I will move Dame because he's the most valuable piece. Dame right now is in his prime. Oh, so OKC has it now. What are the teams that are down there? What are like the top, the worst three teams in the league right now? Well, I guess I can look right now. So you're talking about Houston, Detroit, the Lakers. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. I see so much Lakers stuff. I never would have thought they had three wins right now. Bro, Houston, they, have the best, they have the best, one of the best defensive ratings and one of the worst offensive ratings. Yeah, to do it. Uh, Houston, Detroit, the Lakers, and Charlotte, Charlotte and Orlando are your bottom four right now. Are your bottom five right now? So those Lakers. are the teams that you're thinking about trading to. So the Lake whole time, right? Lakers, Lakers. might hey, Lakers might already be up in there. <laughs> How this season is going, the Lakers might already get up in there, and maybe that was the move you bring in Pat Bev because you know it's not gonna fix nothing. It's not gonna fix nothing. <laughs> hey, bro, bro, hold on, hold on. Is Rob a genius, bro? Hold on. Oh, they don't have a pick. No, it don't matter. You they don't have a pick. pick. You trade for those picks. <laughs> you trade for those picks for sure. Minute. Wait a minute. You trade for those picks. So no, but who they gonna trade? You well, three. you could trade LeBron. You could trade AD. But here's the thing, um, New Orleans got that pick. You could see a front court that includes Zion. 
and win Minyana. I think that's the number four pick, though. It depends on where they finish. It's not mm. protected. Those were unprotected picks that New Orleans got. That's tough. Uh, Denver, you moving to two-time MVP. You know, I don't see them winning with Jokic. Uh, I kind of feel the same way. I think Jokic although, is going to have Although a I will say this. I, this is the weird part. I don't see them winning with Jokic. I can absolutely see them winning with MPJ. <laughs> yeah. But Jokic and MPJ together, I could see that working. But the, the question mark, of course, always on MPJ, how healthy he's going to be, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Would you move Jokic to go get it Wimbanyana? And again, another city where you struggle to get free agents. That's a tough one for me. And I know it sounds crazy. I know, y'all, it sounds crazy. I just want to make sure that we're under the caveat of all hypothetical and fan. It's so hypothetical. Jokic isn't going anywhere. <laughs> um, this is literally like, right, like gut feeling. Would you make if 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 uh Houston called and said we're gonna get this number one pick? We got young talent here. We want a star. Send us Jokic, we'll send you the number one pick. No, I wouldn't do it for Houston because I think they the stars that they have and Jalen Green and um Kevin Porter Jr. I think they need a big man that's going to come in and simply grab boards and maybe give you a double-double. Jokic, the funny thing about Jokic is you need that ecosystem around him. I don't think you can have him as an added piece around somebody else, which is why I don't think the Denver Nuggets are going to win. Hold on. I I don't know about that, my boy. They got got to the playoffs purely just because he put up a triple-double last year. (laughs) Like, it's a lot of people that hate on him getting a two-time MVP. But no, he had numbers. No, he had no help last year, and his numbers are ridiculous. <laughs> like no help. Like it was like, uh, uh, what's buddy? That's on uh, not KCP. They just traded KCP for. Him. I don't remember. He in Washington now. I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, Ty, Ty. No, I'm thinking Ty Lawson. Nope, that's too early. <laughs> I can't think of buddy name. He in Washington now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, they traded KCP for him basically. And, and we was like, we was like, why the heck did Porzingis. you trade KCP? Who's on Washington? You know, no. I got, got everybody. Porzingis, right Bill. Um, you got no, um, no, no. Bill, Goodwin, Monte, Monte, Maybe they moved him off of Washington. Like, who are you talking I about, thought bro? he was on Washington because wasn't KCP on Washington last year? Yeah, he was. Maybe I'm wrong, Denny. Gafford, Gill, maybe he's not on Washington. It was somebody that was on Denver last year, and he was just he 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 could just shoot. That was all he did. Um, but all right, I mean that's that's a uh uh oh that's just giving credit to Jokic though. You know what I mean? Like Jokic was Jokic was amazing last year. I I I I, yeah, I can't. I'm not I taking can't. that away from him. I just don't think like you know who else is like really freaking good, but. Well, no, I was just saying because you said, like, I don't think that he would fit in Houston. I don't think he would fit in Houston. And I'm like, I think he would fit wherever he goes. One, because the second you get Jokic on your team, you're building around Jokic, Jalen Green. You, you, I'm sorry, you got to take a back seat, my boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to tell you this, but but when the two-time MVP walks in the room, you're not the team no more. <laughs> That's a fact. I ain't going to lie about that one. <laughs> You can't say nothing about that one. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. I'm, no, we don't. Uh, well, hey, it is his team now. It is his team. Um, all right, so you wouldn't move. 
Denver is in an interesting position. I don't Denver's know. Denver's a tough one. You one. would you move Jokic? You moving Jokic for nah. women Yana? I don't know who would I don't know what situation that would actually work. Like you gotta think about it. If you thought the, the trade for Rudy Gobert was big, this would be the biggest trade in history because he's a two-time MVP who averages a triple double, who has one of the best well, statistically, he's one of the best players. He's top 10 to have ever played statistically, which is a which is hard to even imagine at this yeah. point. Somebody came up with it. Now, mind you, this is through a lens of some weird advanced analytics. Yeah, some, some like, ESPN stat where, like, if Jokic dribbles the ball with his left hand left and holds hand. up his right hand, he's crossing on the court. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, he's the, the first person school. to ever pass. <laughs> yeah. But he has somebody's a true legs. shooting percentage of 70%, and he's, like, yeah. this statistically in history, which is the highest, yeah, something yeah. like that. But, the like, ESPN stats. Whatever, some nerd. Okay, the the LeBron rider stats. That's what I like to call there it, you bro. Go. Because that's uh, every time I see a stat, I'd be like, bro, LeBron's the first to do too much stuff out here. Like, <laughs> um, I can't see that happening though. For me, that's a no. I can't see that happening in Denver though. Okay, you wouldn't. What, you wouldn't what do you got? You said you would. I I'm I'm thinking from the aspect of right now Denver's a little different for me right two time MVP I think Jokic is that level of player I think your mm -hmm. job now is to find people through the draft that you already have and stuff like that to put around a player like that I I'm not giving it like for me Jokic is a Giannis Jokic is a Embiid Jokic you know what I'm saying like top, I got you you top, ready top top of the leagues like that you ready let's do it. I would trade Yoke uh, if I'm OKC. I would make that trade for Jokic. OKC has too much young, too many uh, good players, too many young players, and I can see him in OKC. Well, and I, I can think, see him with SGA, and I can I, see that working. I think here's the thing, right? Everybody would. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you can tell me, I can jumpstart my franchise that has been struggling for six, seven years. By adding in the two-time MVP, most people would say, yeah, I think the question mark is more so on the team that's giving up the star. Who has the best player and who has the most picks? Yep. So we know it's a foregone conclusion that OKC, whether we like it or not, is in this conversation because they have the most picks and they're projected to be be Where's in that OKC conversation. Right now? OKC got OKC six and eight, though. Okay, see, yeah. only two games below, not early in the season, right? It's all like, they might, they might, but I mean, like they, they seem like they. I don't know. I, I'm not big on it, but they seem like they love Chet. OKC is about to sit there and, but here's the thing, you got to think about. It. I would trade Chet. I would, I would include Chet. I would, bro. I'm telling you, I would give up so much stuff to secure that pick because. Not because what the media is saying, but because what players that are a part of the game are saying about Win Mignana. I was not high on Win Mignana seeing him because I'm like, yeah, he hooping against G League dudes over here, right? Like, of course he's gonna cook. Like he's supposed to cook these dudes. I saw him going up against uh what's buddy named Scoot. Um can't think of his last name uh and i saw scoot right scoot getting busy on him he getting past him getting a lay i'm like yeah dudes do that in the nba every day yeah, yeah but yeah. when you start hearing and this is the one thing that made me change perspective right when you hear players talk about other players kevin durant was the first person to ever say zach levine's gonna get a max contract he's that good of a player he was the first person i ever heard say that mm. and he was like y'all don't y'all don't see it but he's that good of a player mm. um 
and I I mean like they're the experts on what the modern game is. Like you hear the old heads and stuff talk about it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, they can listen. I'm not saying Chuck and Shaq and Kenny and all them us can't identify talent. But they played in a different basketball. They don't run the same thing. Even when just hearing Candace Parker when she was talking to Shaq about how they run the defense right now, and Shaq was like, "What just happened to getting over?" And she was like, "You're gonna have a big man shooting in your face all day. Like you'll never get over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different league right now. So when like when you hear Kevin Durant or like Giannis talking about women, Yana, and it's just like, nah, this is different, bro. And even his mindset, bro. First off, here's here's an interesting thing. We go we go keep going with this, but bro, I don't think these younger dudes that's coming in respect LeBron the way that younger dudes coming in respected Jordan. And this is not to create the Jordan versus LeBron debate. I don't think they respect they're coming in as respecting LeBron the way they respected Kobe. Like you just knew some of them us was gonna get at you. But we heard Ben Matherin come in and basically be like, yo, bro, like listen, you're not he gotta show me. And maybe he was just being cocky, but even right, they was talking to women Yana on the Yadi on the uh broadcast and they was like, man, you know LeBron is posting about you. He's like, oh yeah, that's cool. And you what know most of us would be like LeBron posts about me. What's he supposed to say though? You know what I'm saying? Like Hey, bro, nah, nah, bro. I didn't expect women Yana to hit you with the Gucci hoop. Gucci, man. Shout out, man. Yeah, Gucci. You know, I didn't expect yeah. that. Like, <laughs> you know, I think he's this good PR trainer. You know, he wants to make sure he don't say nothing, do anything wrong, stuff yeah. like that. That's all it is. But at the hey. same time, why should they fear these players? Like, why? Like, the one thing I respect about Kobe the most, and we, I don't want to get on a tangent about this, but he had no fear of Michael Jordan. And that's what made, made him to me. Did you see the interview? It's an old interview, so I'm sure you've seen it. When they said, they told him, I forget who he said it was. One of the vets on his team said, I'm going to give you some advice. Don't look, Don't look Mike in the eyes. <laughs> and Kobe was like, he better not look me in the eye. <laughs> when you have that type of fear over people, that yeah. affects your whole game. And so so for him to come in and be like, nah, we finna go to war. Like, yeah. whether he got cooked or not. I love it. You gotta respect it. Like, I love it. I love it from Ben. And Ben came in. <laughs> ben, I'm gonna be honest with you. Ben surprised me a lot more than Ben Carroll did. For sure, because you didn't think he was gonna be able to cook like that. I thought Ben was gonna be decent, but I was like, "Hey, Ben Matherin is absolutely like the best player on this team right now." <laughs> got it. <laughs> Shout That's out to it. him. Uh, let's get let's get let's not get too far off. Hold on. So we say I I would. I'm not moving off of Jokic. If I'm Denver, I'm not moving off of Jokic. You got to be in my mind, right? You have to be a, a you have to look at that piece and say, I'm a good enough GM to put a good team around him. Cause that's that's your Wimbenyana piece, right? Wimbenyana is still hope and dreams. Now that's a lot of people that believe in this hope and dream, and, I, and that's why you can have this conversation, but he's still hope and dream. And that's when he failed, he, hey, when he failed the other day, I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, yeah. he looked like a giraffe. That's why I say it's situational. He's way too big. He's way like most seven, people of four, seven, seven two. Five. He makes Rudy. No, he's bigger than that. He makes Rudy uh, Rudy Gobert look small. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is. He's bigger, bigger than that. that. He's like seven five, bro. Historically, those careers are only eight, seven, eight years. Like what we're seeing with Giannis, yeah, never ha- has it hasn't really happened like that. What we're seeing Giannis with Embiid, six eleven. We've seen season. that. We've seen long careers on six eleven, seven foot. Kevin Durant is a, is seven foot. I don't care what nobody say. Kevin Durant's seven foot. Kevin Durant's uh, the only one that don't believe he's seven foot. Kevin Durant's career, the way it's been going, hasn't really been seen. And so, like, with modern technology and all this stuff and good training, I know it's possible, but historically, I still go by the numbers. You're That's seven to eight. 
seven to eight years tops. Yeah, you're taking a chance for sure. I, you know, if, and that's for me, right? Like, listen, Jokic is sturdy. Like, if Jokic go down, it's because Jokic flop. Like, oh, I'm trading. Jokic. <laughs> I'm holding you on to Jokic. Uh, Atlanta, you giving up Trey Young for Wimbledon? No, I would. One, because I don't think Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are going to fit that well because Trey Young is not as great as an off guard as I think a lot of people are starting to notice. But two, um, he's undersized. He doesn't impact the game that much outside of. Not even that. For me, and y'all will notice this as I go through a lot of these answers, I'm so big man centric in the NBA. <laughs> I would give up a great guard. I would give up most great guards for a great big man. Well, now the big mans are more skilled, so I give you that. Even even back, like, all time, right? Like, I, Kobe didn't win the big games without that great big man. He had Powell. Team wasn't no different. You just added Powell in. But You know what I mean? I, or you I added, you added Powell. Powell. You added Lamar Odom. Those was two 6'10", 7-foot dudes. Uh, you added in, you know, before that is Shaq and, and Kobe, you know, like those are the ones you win. Jordan is kind of, I guess Jordan's the outlier. Like both of his teammates were six, six, <laughs> six, seven. No, I mean, he had Luke Longley. <laughs> oh, snap. Hey, no disrespect to Luke. No disrespect oh, to Luke out here. <laughs> I give you. Like you could. I thought you was going to Horace on that. You went straight to Luke Longley. <laughs> I mean, Luke. Hey, he had, he had Luke Longley. Bill Winnington in that mug, man. Big Winnington. Hey. Will Purdue. Will Purdue. But you gotta um, look at it though. The game was so big, man, heavy in the eighties uh, and nineties. That's crazy though. Like even the, even Magic championships. Yeah. So they were so big man heavy that having an explosive guard was like, yo, we have no one to stick him. Let's yeah. put somebody big on him. Now he's faster than that person. Yeah. So like it's this, this this mismatch, this perpetual mismatch that you have. That's why he's the outlier. Yeah. I mean, you can't. And I don't think I don't think that exists anymore in the NBA now. There's not really a you. You're a mismatch if you're if you are a Jokic or you are a um, Vooch or a Vooch. Like those those are your mismatch. Andre Drummond sometimes. Um. You know, well, guys, that, why you got to play them together. Guys that just they they don't move around in that way. Listen, yeah, Patrick Williams is the only one hooping in that last game. <laughs> P will will putting some games together out here, my boy. But anyway, hey, look, yeah, hey, hey, look, hey, look, that's on Billy. He scored eight of them in the first seven minutes of the game. <laughs> I, I just don't get really hyped for for mediocre output and be like, that's the future. I don't do it. I, I, I ain't say it was the future. I just said I wouldn't play play Drummond and Vooch together. I, I would do that because in person, Andre Drummond, like I, that's the one thing I have to say, and I haven't been on the show back to say this. In person, he looks a lot more agile. Oh, yeah, he is. He like he's like, a really big, quick, big Detroit, man. After Detroit, I think he lost like 20 pounds or something like that. Like he slimmed down a quite a bit. He don't look as awkward as he used to. And I was just like, yo, the way he's moving, unless it's some like minute restriction, I need him to get more tick. Like, yeah. like we were, we were like really close. So I'm like, I'm looking at the game from a different vantage point. You also yeah. went to his first game back. It was the one against uh, uh the Pelicans. Yeah, it was his first game back. Uh, in person though, I would tell you this: a lot of the people who you think look very imposing just didn't look that imposing to me. Like Zion didn't look as imposing to me in person as he does on TV. Is it also because he's standing next to a lot of all other large men? 
I walked up to the court, was able to get a good photo while he was shooting free throws. And I'll be honest with you. Like I've stood next to I stood next to Dane before, not CJ. But like CJ didn't look that much small. That like get, CJ six three, six two. <laughs> CJ yeah, but, a regular dude that's just really good at basketball. Zion <laughs> is only six four, six five, really. Yeah, he probably owns some Barkley. So like he like is he is he built? Yeah, he built, but like he didn't look like physically imposing. Now when him going to the cup, it just looked like man, that's just a big dude you can't stop. But yeah, it didn't yeah. look like oh, it didn't look like Giannis. Hey, hey listen, listen, it didn't look like Giannis. I don't know how to describe it. And, and this is the flower part. But the impact is the same when you get hit impact underneath the, the bucket. <laughs> now, I will say this: he moves the heck out of people. Oh yeah, for sure. With the slightest <laughs> moves too, I'm like, yo, that level is hey, crazy. He, he, like, he, he be moving, bro. That's hey, bro. Move. His jab step is crazy to me, dog. His jab yeah. stuff to me, like, must be stuck. I'd be like, you you literally didn't go nowhere. Yeah. He just drove past you. I feel like he shouldn't have done that. Uh, I thought, because at first I was like, man, P. Wills should not be getting caught by that. But I keep seeing that happen. Zion Williamson do that jab step, and I think Muggs are just, like, trying to brace themselves for the impact that's coming. Yeah. And then he just go. And they're like, oh, I need to get back into play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I'm, if I, I know New Orleans was coming up eventually, I wouldn't trade anybody off New Orleans for Wimbiana because seeing Bi in person, how he closed out that game, masterful way to close out. By the way, he looked like a he looked like a young KD to me, yeah. sincerely. Yeah. Um, they have what they need, and you really want to let that that group kind of form. I agree. Off. Continuity works there. Yeah, I, I think kind of. I think you need a better coach. I think you need to find a better coach. No, Green is a good coach. Hmm. I don't know if he's the, the, here's the thing is for me, not to say you should move on from a coach every other year and stuff like that. Cause I know there's fans that want instant gratification on that. But when you have talents that you feel like can put you in a championship position, but you, when you see them, you like, they probably not going to get out of the second round. I feel like that's when you need to look at it and be like, okay, we need to set a, a legit time on this. Like he just got there, what, last year? I'm not saying don't let that develop. Don't let him grow as a coach. Don't let him figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But there's a, a shelf life on these players. There's a shelf life on yeah. a championship window with these players. And in the modern NBA, right, there's a shelf life on how long these months are going to want to be in New Orleans. We just know that. They need a better bench. I don't think it's the coach. They just need a better – they need a better second deep, unit. though. Alvarado, you got uh, you got. Although Devontae Graham was playing a little bit down this season, but normally he's a nice piece. Uh, Larry Nance, I think Larry Nance might be hurt, or he might be back. No, Larry Nance is back. Larry, Larry Nance, Larry Nance is, hasn't really done much. Um, he been hurt his whole time down there. He only came back in the playoffs. I, I think the one thing you'll see is maybe he switch up the lineup to to give you know maybe Zion more tick. Uh, and then you got to look at it like this: two things. Uh, how does your young player develop his game? Because if Zion develops a more consistent outside shot, they oh they got it. Because looking at Zion, he don't have a good outside shot. He can shoot it, but it don't mean like it's like LeBron in 04. He can shoot it, but yeah. that ain't what he's doing. I wouldn't move Zion, even with all the injury concerns, because of how efficient he is around the rim and sure. how just about impossible it is for, like, the best big men in the NBA to stop him. So for me, right, Zion is your big man. And you can pair other nice finesse big men around him. Right, that's what I'm saying. You could pair other nice yeah. finesse big men around him 
and they not taking up the same spot space. Val look good too. Val look oh, real good. Listen, bro. I've been I've been saying the bullshit of when he got Valentunas since he left Toronto the first time, bro. But he looks like didn't Vooch. Want huh? He looked just like Vooch, bro. He looked like younger Vooch. He looked like two years not younger. Even younger Vooch. Vooch. He looked like Vooch now. Like looking at the matchup, they yeah. look like the same player. Hey, Vooch be getting cooked by that man too. Hey, Vooch, Vooch's career. He's staying cooked cooking, by Valentunas. Though. Vooch was doing some nah, Vooch, Vooch got that outside shot falling, but for the most part, hey, and we'll get to see that matchup uh, uh, uh when y'all see this. It'll be it'll be last night, but we'll get to see that matchup tonight, bro. Cause uh, I'll be live for that too, bro. Like I, I hope, I hope Vooch don't get cooked twice, bro. Like Vooch gotta come out with the mindset of like, all right, I got you. I got you this time. Uh-uh, Carl. You better get him, Carl. <laughs> uh all right. So I, I wouldn't. I mean, how many how many stars have we said? Let me see. So you said you wouldn't. I wouldn't move off of anybody on Boston. No Boston. I wouldn't move off of anybody on Milwaukee for him. No. I would move off of Anthony Simons. I got one there. I wouldn't move off of nobody from Denver. I'd trade Trey Young for. Him. I would. I'd trade Trey Young for that pick. Um, because I think pairing Dejounte Murray with a legitimate big man and not just Clint Capella going up to get oops and block shots, uh, would do wonders for his career. Um, I would move off of Trey Young for that. Uh, I wouldn't move off Zion. So I got I got two right now. Two two legitimate what I think we call stars in the NBA that I would move off of right now. And you ba- you got one basically. I said I would move off Jokic just because I don't think Denver's gonna get it done with the unit that they have. Are you moving off Jokic too? I, I he's the only big name that I would say is in a situation where it's like he gone. It's either it's either we win with this dude or we don't. We don't, and it's yeah. like he garners enough respect and stuff. So it's not like I think he's bad or anything like that. But if you're gonna move, oh, and the Lakers, I would, I would, I would move off of. We said the Lakers. We did say we would move. I would, I would move I, off listen, LeBron and AD. I would move yeah. off of LeBron, AD, I, either one or both, or both. Just because, like, you have no future. Like, legit, you have to. Like to me, AD is not your future. I think, I think now AD is taking a backseat mindset to it, yeah. and it's sad to say, but he's just. And maybe right, like, see, the tough part is right. I always, I always think in my mind, is it the LeBron effect? We know that people just take a back seat when LeBron comes in the room because LeBron kind of makes you take that back seat. But I feel like LeBron went into LA with the mindset of, I don't want the front seat no more. I want to take the, I want to D Wade, AD. I want to do what D Wade did for me to AD. Sometimes you are, and then AD didn't, AD didn't really like take that. Cause like it's I mean, in all honesty, right? Like year one, D, D- Wade was like, it's "Hey, bro, it, it, it's well." I think D Wade was like, "It's your team," and then LeBron wasn't doing nothing. He was like, "Hey, bro, we finna keep losing if you don't get it together." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then LeBron kind of started playing better. D Wade, D Wade stepped up his stuff yeah. and stepped up. You know what I mean? I think LeBron thought that was gonna happen in LA, and it never did. AD always played the number two role. He had some really great games. He had some really great moments. I'm not saying he didn't play well there, but you always knew who was gonna have a ball in their hand when the game was in. Without LeBron, the Lakers look good. To be honest with you, I, I ain't gonna go that far. Not but three wins. I, I, they just the Lakers are right now built poorly, but I think they might be trying to get in on this. Like, hey, we can move some of these mugs because we suck. Like. The Lakers are just built for it. They have no shooters. It's and, a feel-good story. Think about it. LeBron gets moved to a team that can absolutely draft his son when he's available because they got enough freaking picks to do it. Yeah. Um, AD gets moved off. Who cares where he lands? But he's a good play. He's still a really good player. He's a top 10 big man. Probably top five. if you five. move LeBron, LeBron will retire. That's probably, that's probably a tough part, too. I think LeBron will retire. 
No, nah, he wants to play with Bronny. I know he wants to play with Bronny. And I would absolutely love to see it, to be honest with you. I, I would I, love to see that come I, full circle. I, I agree with you 110%. And his son looks like Donovan Mitchell. But I don't think LeBron would go to a little bit. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't think LeBron would just go anywhere and be like, yeah, I'm good. He, he has to go somewhere that can actually draft his son. And if you put LeBron with yeah, but some... his contracts up, he'll be a free agent. He'll get the pick. If so literally, crazy. like, he can see his son get drafted and then go, all right, I'm going to sign with y'all. Go to OKC, bro. For one. <laughs> they for might one, get him. <laughs> because, they, listen, you got to think about it. What team is going to take the risk? Who can't take the risk? That's It's not even about NBA championship or contention at this point. It's just legacy for him at this point, which is nothing wrong with He owes nobody nothing. Like no, he's listen. done. If he never wins another championship, he's still top five all time. Like I, it doesn't matter. In in my mindset, right? No matter what, and it's probably just the Chicago in me. Like I get it, but like for me, Jordan will always be one. But you want to accomplish LeBron, LeBron? LeBron is two. Like in my in my mind, it'll always be me. LeBron. LeBron, is, LeBron is two for me. I like I know must be like, what about Kobe? Like yes, I know winning matters. I know all of that, but Kobe's I can. I can literally see, and even with some things with Jordan as well, I can literally see that LeBron has more talent in certain areas than these. Like, I can use my eyes, and I can also say Jordan, career-wise, I would take over LeBron. For sure. Right, but I can also see what LeBron is and be like, yeah, he a better passer. Listen, (laughs) He might be a better – right, like, there's certain – he's 6'8", two – he was 260 at his heaviest. Like 30 years ago, when this conversation was happening with Mike, Kareem was had the most points, his top five in rebounds, yeah. top five in blocks, and top five in, in, in all this stuff. Guess what? We all still said that Mike was better. Yeah. Carl Malone was in the same situation. No rings, but you couldn't sit there and say, man, 36,000 points, top five in all these categories. How is he not considered talent-wise the best? Because guess what? There was a guy named Michael Jordan who just dominated so freaking much that you couldn't say it. I think it just didn't a, matter. That's a conversation for a different day, but I I think the narrative is pivoted on what makes you great in the NBA as well. Not great, I shouldn't say that. What makes you goat status? The narr- the the narrative has pivoted, and I think it's because because of LeBron. Jordan fans went so hard on LeBron fans when LeBron just couldn't win in the playoffs, basically, that they were like, "All right, well, we're younger and we're the next media that's up, so we're just going to change." what it takes to be the GOAT. You don't got to win championships. You just got to be one of the best players that we can visually see. My man said he went to 10 straight finals. Yeah, on like three different teams. <laughs> like, it don't. It ain't like he's had the same team and ran the table. Like, he didn't pull a Bill Russell. He constructed super, uh, like, a really talented team, and collectively they got there. And so it was like, yes. Yeah, kind of pulled a Bill Russell. <laughs> if we want to talk about anything. Boston literally was just like, we got more money than the rest of y'all. And so we're going to make sure nobody else wins. <laughs> and then, and then some, some hey, bro. guy who shoots lights out was like, yeah, hold my beer. Like, hey, but, but he kept losing. <laughs> anything, we've been hey, look, in hey, look, hey, look, but he kept losing. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, yeah. we, if anything, LeBron is just a better, like, legacy-wise, it's just a better Jerry West. Jerry I'll went to the finals eight times. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. 
Yeah, he's like like give he went eight times and lost to the same team all the time. I, yeah, it's tough. Hey, bro, <laughs> that's like, tough. Bro. You know how you know how, and like legit, like not new, same team, like the same team, like the he had to see the same. I mean, they retooled a couple of pieces, but it was a couple like, pieces in that. But you, for the most part, you had to see the same eleven dudes every year. <laughs> and he didn't really win until he had Wilt. That's a different story. Let's move to yeah, the next anyway. payment. If right, you're Miami, now listen, I tell you this: if I'm Miami, I do it. I don't think Miami has the player to do it. I wasn't even gonna bring them up. I would trade Jimmy Butler. I would trade um, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, and I would go get some picks, and I would do it. I would, I would blow it up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't They're so I middle don't. of the road. It's it's ridiculous. I don't I don't think that you could get that many picks. Like I think literally Miami would have to make a deal that well, some team would have to like you would have to send back expiring contracts and money for the three players you just named and we'll be like, we'll give you the one. And that's all you're getting. Bro, we're going to give you these old 10 people better than Jimmy Butler right now at his, at, at his I position. Think, that's I think, that's I think small the thing is power. you also have to take the age into account though. Jimmy's what? 33. Here you go with this 33 crap. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Jimmy's 33. I swear. He's not. I swear. Jimmy's 33, 32. How old is Jimmy right now? I, I, y'all know I be wrong about the age all the time, bro. Steve will be killing me in the chat, in the it's Discord. Funny. He be like, bro, you don't know nobody age. He's 33. Okay, all right, I'm in the game. <laughs> okay, there you go. Jimmy's about 33, time. you're not going to be able to make that trade. And Tyler Hero's not that good. Like, he's good, but he's not good enough. Like I said package him. You said I would Jimmy, ship Jimmy, you said Jimmy, Tyler Hero, and Duncan Robinson. You basically and I would talking ship about, them to OKC. Yeah, but you basically picks. talking about uh, we'll send you to OKC, or, or y'all send us the first round pick that can turn into the best player in SGA. Seen, according according to oh, you're not getting a player back. That's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna say, I'm sending you no, this, bro. No, that's money wise. Money wise, you got to send somebody back. But the thing is, right, like bro, the best thing that you're sending them is a good role player like is tyler hero a great role player maybe tyler here i'm give tyler here a great role player bro come on now. that's mad disrespect that's mad disrespect first of all jimmy jimmy jimmy's here jimmy jimmy g buckets is here um now i sound like ringo jimmy g buckets is here <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not saying jimmy's not good but you're talking about sending me a 33 year old player and the young player you're sending me is going to be a role player in that yeah, because Tyler Hero's not gonna, but I don't get a first round pick no more. What do you mean I don't get a first round pick? Anymore? You're sending Miami to pick, Dog, so your star is they gonna have be... 16 first round picks. Hey, listen, but 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 let, let's be real. No, they have enough, they hey. have enough picks hey. to draft the whole freaking team in the league. That's why they talk about expansion teams now. They no, can but, build a whole different team with the picks but, they get. But listen, here's, here's the problem. I can see the picks that they have, and already I can see that Wimbenyana is absolutely going to be better than every single one of them. So do me a favor. I'm going to give you, hey, you give me SGA because he don't fit your timeline. I'm going to give you these aging players. One, I'm going to give you – here's bro, the thing. Bro, they don't have no aging players. I'm going to give you – The average Rose. age on that team is like 12. 21. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even legal to drink they don't um, have no agent players that's what i'm saying they but here's the thing that's though. the problem they don't have any vets 
but see, they that's got not- talent. They don't have any vets, and they don't have a. They really don't have a good coach, in my opinion. But they don't have any vets. You need a vet. You need a really good vet. I that I agree with you, right? But my thing is right. So like, get I'm, you I- some vets. Keep the young because they still got Chet. They still gonna have Giddy. They still gonna they still gonna have a lot of young people there that they can turn something into. I mean, I Chet the, was the number I, one pick this year. But I want the best one. But Chet was already the number one pick this year. You haven't even seen him play. I, like everything yeah. we talking about, Wimbenyana, we were talking about Chet last season. No, He's still I, seven I, one. I, I, bro, bro, I, 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 I never was talking about that with Chet. That was everybody else. I always was like, I don't think Chet's that dude. I've never thought Chet was that dude. I, I said, if you got the opportunity, you go get Paolo. Bro, Chet is twenty. He's seven one. Uh huh. And he was the number two pick, not the number one pick. Guess what? You still got to let that work out. One hundred ninety pounds. Wimbiana is is seven four two on two twenty nine. I mean uh, that's that's, that's more weight, bro. That's third pound difference. Anyway. That's more weight. That's a big difference, bro. That depends on how it's distributed. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> also Wimbiana already. I think the other thing you gotta you gotta take into account too. Wimbiana already getting pro level treatment on his body. Like he has a dude that follows him around. I literally was just like listening to a bunch of stuff and looking at all this stuff on him today because I knew we were doing this pod. He has a dude that's, that's like. For lack of a better word, he has a body dude. All yeah, this dude yeah, do somebody is, works him out. It, all he oh, that's the worst way to say it, but yeah, but all he does in shape. He legit, works out. All he does is make sure, okay, we saw you slip here. Let's let's stretch this out. Let's make this happen. We're gonna do this workout. We're gonna make that. We gonna like his whole job on the team is just make sure he don't break. Yeah, I, I don't know break. where his parents got the money for this, but they definitely invested for real in that. What you mean? He's playing professionally. He's coming in with oh, uh, like, like Luca did already. Yeah, that's the other thing too. He's playing in the pros already, cooking like this. He played with Rudy Gobert and the in the French. You did, you know what I'm saying? Like he's coming in, and we're not seeing these mm. pro level European players come over here and struggle really as much as we used to. Like these mugs are coming over here. They like, I thought the NBA would be tougher. <laughs> like these new mugs, pretty much since since Luca. I mean, you think about it, right? Uh, Luca, um, uh, uh, what's my uh, 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 Sengun down in Houston, yeah, yeah. balling? Uh, Sengun legit is the be- has the best footwork out of any big man in the NBA right now. He's just smaller. I think he's six nine, something like that. Six nine, something like well, he's a- body wise. He, he's just not imposing. But bro, bro, like he be moving muds, bro. Like he be moving when you hey, if, if you if you cover up, <laughs> tough tape. <laughs> if you like cover up and be like, ah, maybe he's a black dude. You'll be like, oh, is that that's Hakeem a tough, footwork? That's a tough take. Yeah, you know I mean, you gotta cover, you gotta cover the legs up, and just see the shoes. And you'd be like, is that Hakeem footwork right there? Like, I, I think that, that's the one thing that we really saw good. is uh France and all the Franz those Wagner. Uh, Franz Wagner, that's a good one. Um, like they not coming over here and like, oh, I got to adjust to the league. But they the game over here, here they tougher. like, huh? The game over there is tougher. They play nineties basketball. Yeah. And you can go. They play nineties basketball. For <laughs> you could just straight goaltend. That cracks me up. <laughs> they like, play nineties basketball with a goaltending. With a goaltending call, bro. Like, I, I can crazy. take it off the rim. Thank you. <laughs> Give me that. That, ain't that sounds. That sounds actually pretty good, though. That sounds mad entertaining. Like you, like the ball is just <laughs> sitting on the lip, and somebody just come over and they're like, "Get that." We Here's do the just give you ask you. If you're the Bulls, would you give up a star? Yes, I give up both of them. When you hear Giannis Antetokounmpo say, I've never seen this before. You don't right, win it. championships. Run his back, run his back. 
When you say I give up both of them, which two stars you talking about? Tamar and Anzac. You crazy. You crazy as hell. You, like, I'm going to say it. You crazy as hell. You. Because here's, here's my reasoning behind it, and I've stood fast on this. You had this conversation before? I'm not, not not this specific, but but this is my this is my no this this is my general standpoint on NBA basketball. Unless you think Zach Levine is going to become a superstar, which I hope he does. We paid him a lot of money. I I really do hope he does. I think that he has the ability to. I think the mindset has to be there for you to take that step. You're probably not going to win an NBA championship unless somebody else steps up. You need superstar talent to win championships. But there's no guarantee you're gonna win no NBA championship with that kid. There's not. But that's ceiling. That's 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 him coming over, right? Like people were saying the same thing about Luca. There's no guarantee that he's gonna come over and be able to play like he played over there. And then he came over, he put up LeBron numbers his rookie year. You know what I mean? Like to me, you're taking a chance. And guess what? Trey Young was the proven talent. Not proven in the sense of but Luke was um, playing against professionals. He played against the Olympic team. Luke was playing against and Trey and they still, team. And, and Atlanta still said, Hey, I'll trade you Trey Young for Luka Doncic. I, I really think that that was Mark Cuban saying, Hey, I see another Dirk. I want him. What do you want? Yeah, I think they, that just, was more they, of that. they just they just swap picks. Yeah, they didn't, I mean, they didn't swap nothing crazy. They just swap it. Like, like if, if you see here's the thing, if Mark Cuban sees that's Dirk. And he's like, I'll trade you. I'll trade you Trey Young right now. Culture you got to, you got to have the culture fit. I don't know. Luka Come on, hold on. Fit. First off, first off, first off, Luca would fit in Atlanta. Luca be lit out here. Luca would fit in Atlanta. <laughs> hey, Luca be lit out here. Luca be like, hey, listen. Luca would not have fit in Atlanta, bro. Luca be trying to holler at every female that walked past. You think he wouldn't fit in Atlanta? Luca would be just like Dirk. You would see Luca with a black chick on his arm, and we would be like, Luca, hey, welcome hey, to listen. the cookout, brother. You can make a finger roll, and you got a baddie. Come through. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Mark Cuban, <laughs> as the businessman I know him as, would not would have bet the farm to get that pick. If they wouldn't have swap picks, he would have put some. He would have put a player behind it to get it. That's how bad he yeah, wanted him. No, 100. But here's the, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, Luca is and was already playing against pros was already coming or putting up great numbers against pros was already the best player outside of america in the world and you know that that's the kind of player that can get you to a western conference finals pretty much with with some help from jalen brunson but 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 pat i gotta ask you this i gotta ask you and I'm gonna use this one player as the as the example. I know it's Patrick Williams. <laughs> no, oh, Larry okay. Marketing. Yeah, Larry Marketing. When I went back and looked at him, um, peaked at 18 points, 18.8 points a game. Um, and realistically, the city kind of, and there's the coaching change and all that stuff. That's the city I mean. was more amped to give Kobe White a shot over Kobe Larry was- Marketing. Kobe was new, but actually we needed Kobe and Larry to play well together. <laughs> right. So Larry? hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Larry Marketing, in a situation that allowed him to be a number one or number two, has shown up. Now, mind you, he's matured. Yeah. I give you that. He's matured. So, so both things could be true. And he in a situation. What we, 
And it's I think in a situation he wants to be in now. Let, so, less lights in his face. You know what I, I mean? Less. I don't know if it's less lights. It's more opportunity. Because look at Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson was the same way. He gets to, he gets to that situation. He's been cooking. Jordan, Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson came from L.A. Jordan Clarkson was cooking on. Well, he actually went through the exact same situation. Well, that, that, real talk. That probably also helps him. He literally went through the exact same situation. He left L.A., went to Cleveland. Disgrace. Didn't left get a Cleveland. Lot of no, he was hooping in Cleveland. Remember, they was just like, stop playing light skin. Kobe told him, stop playing light skin. And he started hooping. He started hooping. And, and then he went him. over to Utah, and he's been there ever since. They, and they got nowhere. rid of him. So it's like, you got to think of it from a mental Clippers? standpoint. Is Clarkson on the Clippers? No, nah, he wasn't on no. the Clippers. He wasn't on Clippers. Um, Jordan Crawford was on the Clippers. Yeah, trash. Anyway. So, oh, like, yeah. all that, all this stuff has happened, but you look at, you give it some time, but what it matures to. Yeah. Right? If you get rid of your two stars for the opportunity of getting this kid, we're going to be right back where we started two years ago. 100%. With the kid who... Is he a generational talent? Or is he just just a freakishly tall shooting guard? We don't know yet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: freakishly tall shooting guards work really well in the NBA. I'll tell you that right now. But there's, is o- he gonna give there's me only one. Is he going to give me something that Zach doesn't? And I don't think so. I don't. Well, I I think I I don't know. And and I think that's the tough part about it, right? And that's the part where if you're the GM, you have to sit down with him. You have to talk. Like I'm not saying that it's an easy decision to just I would do this. But if you sit down and make that decision, I can't wrap my mind around that one. It, I think th- this is my thing. I don't think that the DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Chicago Bulls will win an NBA championship. I think that they can compete for a lot. I think that they can get really close. I do think that they have the opportunity to where you have a team right now that if you can get mentally right and figure out kind of where y'all are going and, and all that, you can be an Eastern Conference Finals team. And anything can happen in, right? Like, legit, one shot away last year, and the same Miami team minus P.J. Tucker that we're talking about is like, y'all are mid, is in the NBA Finals last year. One Jimmy Butler shot, they in the NBA Finals. So, like, I think that there's always that opportunity to get there. But at the end of the day, last year's Finals to me was a foregone conclusion. because. I knew one team had a superstar and one team didn't. I thought that Jalen Brown might become that superstar player. Everybody's saying he was hurt. Finals, I'm sure that he was probably dealing with some injury, but as Jalen Brown, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, uh, everybody was saying he was hurt. I thought that he would take that superstar step. Wasn't able to do it. I think he said he had a torn labrum the entire finals or something like that. Mm-hmm. That'll hold you back a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from what Tatum did. You know, it's like it's a very important muscle, uh, but got to use that. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But I also saw Marcus Smart doing everything in his power to beat the crap out of Stephen Curry, just like he was doing Kevin Durant. And Stephen Curry said, I'm going to just keep dropping 40 on y'all and it's just going to happen and you're going to lose this finals. You and I look at that finals differently. And that's what I appreciate about our show. Just the nuance, the different points of view. I honestly looked at that and I was like, they are. Jason Tatum having two good games away from being the NBA champs. That's a lot, though. He just needed two. They went six. That's he a just lot, needed two. Though. That's a lot. Like when, he, you, like you, when you think about that, right? And especially how good. Like you also got to think about the other side. How good Wiggins was playing. Like it's it's, it's not just Stephen Curry by himself, right? It's the fact that Wiggins played you, great. It, it's the fact that you got Tatum, we got Wiggins, and I can match that up. 
Wiggins. You got you great. got Brown, we got Poole, and we got Clay coming off of the bench. And we got you know what like I got pieces that I can match up against what y'all are doing to play great. You got smart, we got curry. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think I think at the end of the day, for me, it's about what's the piece that puts you over the top. Look at what you just said though, right? That part right there, how you matched it up. Great matchup on paper, right? Veteran experience and having been there before. 100 percent When you've been there before. Now you don't have to worry about the same mental mistakes on your squad that that other squad had. You, uh, Ime had hadn't been there as a head coach before. Jason Tatum had never, never been, been in the finals. They, they, that whole team had never been to it, the. Nobody's finals. ever been there. No. I think Al Horford. Yeah, Al, that was Al Horford's first time there. And if you look at it, it was his first time there. He had that was he had set a record. I, he he went. He's the longest tenured something to have ever made a final. Oh, like okay. he the longest time to have, uh, for someone was to he have still made in Atlanta when OKC went to the NBA Finals? Something like that. That's OKC, crazy. yeah. yeah. Uh, so with that all being said, that was the difference because even though Draymond played like crap, yeah, he'd been there before, and that mental game that he played, he says it on his podcast. He says it multiple times. The moment I got into his head, I got you. And it, it, that, see, that's how I felt. The moment I saw Jalen Brown up there talking about that, I was like, that's it. But but see even that right like that's scared you but 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 the thing he grabs the shorts in what game three and that was a close game it was a close game but he grabs the shorts in game three Jalen Brown balled the rest of that like it's like you said it's literally Jason Tatum playing that next level and I think Jason Tatum put a lot of pressure on himself by making a lot of the Kobe comparisons on the way to that um but at the same time right like hey listen if you're gonna put if you're gonna have pressure on you might as well put it on yourself yeah but. For me, I just think that, right, not to say experience doesn't play into it, like if they play it again right this season, it might be an entirely different thing. But you're dealing with a lot of the same things that you're talking about on the other side there. You do have Steph and and Kerr and all of them that have been to the finals before. So that makes a big, big difference. I'm not saying it doesn't. If I'm the Warriors, I do it. it's, It's still about being ready for the moment. True. And Wiggins didn't look. Like he wasn't ready for the moment. We've seen mugs that it balled the entire and just not even the final when the playoffs got there, he wasn't ready for the moment. But there's a difference between having someone like Steph, Kerr, stuff like that. The type of the type of confidence they can instill in you in those moments, totally different. There's nobody in the Celtics locker yeah, room would do that. that. Right? Like, think about Miami. Nobody Miami, could do that. Like, I agree, but think about Miami on a run, right? Like, we saw dudes with LeBron. That were balling all season, balling for a good chunk of the playoffs, just be gone in the final. You were like, "Hey, like Mario Chalmers don't shoot no more." Like he but was you like, also saw usage rate of other players go up. Well, because it, but I, I think that I think it's inverse of like, "Hey, you're great, give you, you the suck ball right now." <laughs> you know. I got to make this play. So for me, right, like I think I think kind of the base of this conversation was like, would I give up Zach and DeMar? I think to win, and we may look at it different, but I think like historically in the NBA, and maybe it'll, it'll change in the future, but I'm willing to bet on the history of what I've seen. We've never seen a team win outside of the Pistons without one of the best players in league history on it. No, that that's that's a fact. And so for me, you have to take a gamble that you're going to have one of the best players in league history on your team over 
a ceiling that may be there for DeMar, a ceiling that may be there for Zach Levine. And while both of them, listen, Tatum and Tatum and Brown might have that ceiling. They still got to an NBA finals. Uh, Clyde Drexler and um, why can't Clyde I think Drexler, of it? Terry Porter. Terry Porter, um, and I, right? Like there was that ceiling and you also went up against Jordan. But there was that ceiling of like, I Clyde, Clyde Drexler don't win until he gets with a generational talent in Hakeem. Yeah, but he also got there though. He got there. Tatum and Brown got there. I'm not saying that. The, I'm not saying that Zach Levine and Demar Derozan can't get there. And I think that I think that's my point, right? Like, but when you get there and you start to look at your matchup, say the Bulls go up against the Warriors, and and everybody's playing to the tip top of their talent, you're talking about okay, we got Zach, you got Clay. Right now, Clay's struggling a little bit. Zach can get it going. Boom! All right, he's got the three ball. We killing it. All right. You got uh, uh, Draymond. We got I don't know Patrick Williams. That's probably the one the one matchup where they winning right now. Uh, <laughs> we got Vooch. You don't have a big man. James Wiseman is in the G League right now. Vooch is gonna kill y'all, big man. But then at the end of the day, when you get the Steph, we got Io Desumo. I love Io. I think the that's not a yeah. winning matchup. I think the rules of engagement when it comes to this have kind of changed. Like traditionally, yes, you need that all-star, that superstar. Yeah. But the also the the thing is you need three stars. Facts. We're technically missing that third star. Most people don't consider Vooch a star. I yeah. I, I, I can argue it, but most I, people don't. I can I can I can that it's yeah, a debatable I, I guess, thing. I, I listen the, the last few games, it, it, it makes it tough for it. it, makes it a tough argument. But overall, I would consider Vooch a star level player in this league, seeing as how he just scores double. De- like, bro, it's yeah. games where we just be like, Vooch got a oh, he's got 23 Vooch and has 19 17. and 19. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that that was a thing right now. <laughs> I, I think right now. If we had a third star, which is what everyone wants Patrick Williams to be, wants P Will to be, or Io, or Kobe I can see Io being that. And you, if you think about it, Lonzo Ball at full strength would be Lonzo our third Ball star. Could be, yep. You know, that's the difference here. And so I don't know if I would give up our two stars now, especially one that's twenty-seven, still, you know, he's gotten better every season the outside the season he's been injured. I don't know if I would give that up for Wimbenyana to just start back at zero realistically because now. Who's going to want to come play with him? We don't know yet. Well, and I, I think that's right. That's the decision that you have to make and realize that I can rebuild the organization around this. You that that's where okay, AK, you got to do some wheeling and dealing on this. You can't just put Wimbiana out there and a host of others, right? You can't mm-hmm. do the KD situation. The, the NBA is too good now. Like the NBA in total is too good. You have to build a team. You can't yeah. just go out there with a star player no more. Uh, I, I would say this: the Brooklyn Nets team right now with Kevin Durant ten years ago would be a number one seed. I'm actually happy that you mentioned them because I want to talk about what Kevin said and and how people reacted to it because I don't think he said anything LeBron hasn't said or any other star. I mean, like yeah, that. let's do that. Let's do that. Let's 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 see. Is there so, anybody else? Is there anybody else in the league? Because we did spend a little time on the Bulls. Is there anybody? I'm not giving up Luca for him. There's I'm nobody I would give up that's not already at the bottom. I'm not like, giving up jobs. Team the teams that are at the bottom that have stars, like if you're bottom 10 in the league, yeah, I would I give think, up your star. I think to me, right, well, I mean, NBA. It's 30, it's 30, 30 plus teams. Right? I would give, here's the wild part, I would give up Kevin Durant for him just because of his age. Because I know there's going to be a day where Kevin Durant can't play no more and, and Brooklyn need to all the restart that they can get at this point. 
Yeah, I would. I would give up Kevin Durant for I him. I would give up. Uh, I wouldn't. And I want better for Kevin, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Hey, you know why I feel it's, I, I'm, I'm just sitting there like, bro, right. I, I don't have beef with nobody. I have more beef with the Nets. I, I mean, I guess I have beef with Kyrie's initial statements and, and just his like, I'm never going to come off of this stance because I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, bro, like, OK, fine. I'm going to be honest with That's you. That's fine with you. The crowd but, behind Kyrie has gotten so much bigger when people like. No, one. It, it's, it's because the Nets are so stupid as well. Like you have to just be like, like, like listen, you, you literally got to go like, like Kyrie, like, like we, we get what you say, but like, I, I, I don't agree, but I, I, I all right. but, but what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? <laughs> bro, like, Kyrie like, didn't you, say anything. You just, That's you just the got, problem. You just Kyrie was minding his own baby business. He, he sent out a tweet with a little link on the thing. He didn't say, do you disagree with this? You even sent it yourself in a private conversation. You're like, didn't Kyrie get suspended for the same oh, thing? Oh, no, Wright no. That's, be, that's because of uh, Nick Wright basically tweeting out the anti-Semitic material the that Kyrie got suspended for. And I'm like, ain't this the same thing? Now, here's I, the thing. I, but here's the thing. I also don't agree with Kyrie retweeting that, whether you say that or not, right? Like, when you hear what's in the documentary, I mean, you talked about, like, it's like there's a part that Kyrie can agree with. I, okay, I can see where your mind might go down that path. The stuff around this, though, is wild. I'm going to give you some insight. So I, I was on Audible. You know I'm a big audiobook person. Yeah. And top five is... Man, I got 12 credits I need to spend. Hey, bro, burn them. <laughs> top five books in the nation for the last week has been the same book of that course. the author made the documentary yeah. off of. So I'm like, all right, I, I put out some fillers because I have a large Jewish community that works at my organization and stuff like that. Well, and works in, in the, the sphere of tech. Yeah. And some of them are like, I didn't see outside of just the Hitler quote what was hateful, but then he didn't say that like the way he positioned it, he was like, I didn't hear him say that he felt like that against Jews. He's just quoting a historical figure who made a hit a statement. And I was like, so he's like, I really don't know what's going on. It's still, I, I can't so, follow. So with like, that being said, whether, whether he's just quoting say, I agree with it, I whether didn't he's say quoting, I yeah, it, it's one of those, right? It's like, I, I think that's the tough part. It's like, whether he's quoting it or not, it's like, that's a wild statement. Essentially, yeah, I don't saying, say I agree with it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I don't no, agree with no, it. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, like, right, like Kyrie. You can have your free thought. You can. You, you can, know, I'm. I'm you saying do whatever like you want, like Kyrie. Like, if I'm saying I don't, I, I'm saying there's some things I I don't agree with, but the conversation and all the rest of the stuff, and there's some found things to be said and yeah. and, and found in it. I like what 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 are we talking about? Like, realistically, you all just made this Arthur like the number one bestseller in the last week simply because now everyone's trying to hate, go find hate it. Hate is going. Hate is going to push you just as far as love will. Sometimes, no, no, no. Sometimes but no further. one, no one is saying that it's hateful. That's the problem I'm having. People are actually picking up this book or actually listening to the book. Like, all right, where's the hate? Like they're trying to find the hate. It's like, all right, where is it? I think the documentary probably goes in a little bit more, but. Cause I could, I would assume that like, if you're doing a documentary, you, you, you going in a little bit harder, but I, I also don't know. Right. Cause I For didn't sit down. Purposes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit I, I, I didn't, I didn't sit that. down and break down, you know, the documentary and all of that. So I'm not going to act like I know everything that's in it, but the quotes that they pulled from it, I'm like, yeah, Kyrie, like you gotta, you gotta know like that this is going to happen around this. <laughs> Did you get a ESPN alert as we were doing this? Do we got one? Kyrie could join, rejoin the Nets. As soon as Sunday. 
Of course, because here's the thing, and this is this is the whole part of the conversation that irritates me the most, bro. And it's like Kyrie, I I, I don't agree with what he did. I don't agree with him retweeting. I don't agree with him trying to act like because he posts something on social media, it's not a platform. You're not regular, dog. You're not a regular dude. You're not you like like the whole right. Don't dehumanize me. I'm a person just like you are. Yes, but you are a very big person with a very big platform with a very big conversation around and whether you hate that or not if you don't want to have that platform you know what you can do very 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 easily make your twitter private so i don't agree with his mindset around all of that but at the end of the day the nets are so stupid that you messed up a team that had two top 15 players on it and one of them is arguably the third or fourth best player in the NBA. Possibly the second best player in the at, at the time that I they give were, him third. At the time they suspended Kyrie, both he and KD were averaging 30 and 31 points respectfully. Uh respectively. Uh no, it was 27. 27 and 31 respectively. No, they both was above 30. They was they was 30. Kyrie had a bad game. Uh oh yeah Iowa locked them up. Io Io clamped up. Hey, it. another it son. Hey, no, legit. Ios Ios clamped up Kyrie every time they played. Kyrie's never scored more than 10 points on Ayo Sumo. Mm, that's what's up. <laughs> hey, bro, I had to go. I was like, what the? Mm. What the world? No, this money out here balling. Okay. All, right, all that being said, getting back they, to KD. They so they're so they so I, I can't let the Nets off. They're so bad, bro. First off, you Let's just Jokes talk about is bad because he's he's very hypocritical. With all of them. All I, let's talk about. You heard what Jalen Brown said about him? Let's talk about it. Yeah, basically saying who do you think supports a lot of your stuff and all of that. Like you know, you know he's, the companies that are backing a lot of this. Stuff. Easily see who you align with. You know what and I mean? I'm like, right? Whoa. Yeah, facts. And and Jalen Brown. What well, the thing with Jalen Brown is he's a he's a VP of the uh, Players Association. Player Association. I think Jalen Brown is speaking out more about it than than CJ is at least publicly. I'm I'm sure CJ is probably doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes because he's mm-hmm. got to protect his legal rights and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But somebody got to speak up because what Joe Tsai is doing is not. I, I guess like you could you could see it as legal, but at this point, right, you're trying to make Kyrie grovel for his job, and that's I, I'm not okay with that. I'm also just from a basketball standpoint, not okay with how you built this team. I, I, you you put you said Kyrie, KD, y'all figure it out. We're not gonna give you a head coach. You know what I mean? Like we're not gonna give you any players that legitimately can go out there and guard for for. 40 minutes or 38 minutes like that I, I think it's just such a poorly put together team and like i was saying right like 10 years ago that team would work just like we saw lebron carry bad teams to the finals like we saw kobe carry bad teams through the playoffs like we saw jordan carry i mean i don't know if they were bad but definitely mid for that era to the, to playoff the playoffs team. right and get beat by better teams yeah you don't have that luxury in today's nba because there's too many teams that have top level players that absolutely can go off of 30 every single night. And so you got to be able to do a little bit of both. Yeah. I have no problems with how people are coming to the defense of Kyrie on the basketball landscape of it, because I know I can all, I can say that what you did was wrong but he did the apology now. He's done the I want to speak with the Jewish community and learn more. He's doing all of that, right? He's not he should not 
You want to talk about somebody dehumanizing you? What Joe Tosai is doing is trying to dehumanize him and make him beg to come back to the Brooklyn Nets. And y'all ain't good enough for him to beg to come back to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, he's a part of the reason why y'all ain't good enough. But y'all didn't build a good enough basketball team for him to need to beg to come back to the Brooklyn Nets. I frankly beg to differ. And uh, the reason why I beg to differ is, you know, we've and I've been very consistent on this. There, there were other players in the league that weren't vaccinated. There were other players in the league who only got one shot. It's been well documented. Um, but they traveled to and from Brooklyn, no problem. Um, so at one that point, was, was, that was a Brooklyn law, though. It was a, at Kyrie, one point. Kyrie couldn't do nothing about. Or I'm sorry, the NBA couldn't do nothing about that. Everybody wanted the league to be like, "Why can't Kyrie play?" And I was like, no. "Because Brooklyn said if your tax." ID comes back to, to New York, you can't play. He lives in Jersey. Or you can't work. Yeah. He lives in Jersey, though. Or whatever um, it is. You know what I mean? No, no. I'm saying, like, Brooklyn's in New York. He, uh, well, do they play? They play in Jersey. They play in Jersey. They still in Jersey. His, his, something was weird with it. The, here's the thing. At one point, it wasn't a New York law. The president of basketball for the for for the Nets said, no, you can't come. Unless that's facts. Yes, that's facts. The Nets again, yeah. And when he said that, there were players coming to play who weren't vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you could have simply said there's no player that who's not vaccinated. And just like Toronto did, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come the to UC Toronto. The UC did that. The UC did it. The guess UC what? Did that. They said you can't, they say you can't come do nothing here if you're so not guess vaccinated. What? Don't they even, don't do even get on the plane. They were like, hey, no. Yeah, you just have Kyrie. To, and you can't do that. And I, I think that's the part you where I feel like it's, you're trying to make him grovel again, right? Like, that's the part where you're trying to show who's the boss. You can't do stuff I don't like respect that. that. That's the part to me where you're trying to show who's the boss because everybody else could come through and play. But you wanted often, to make Kyrie fit under your thumb. It, it gets confused often when I sit there and I have these conversations. People think I'm defending Kyrie. I'm not defending Kyrie. I'm defending the fact that as, let's just say the Americans, there are certain rights and ways that employee rights that we have, and some things just don't make sense. And honestly, it just it just didn't make sense. But you know what? I'll say this: that's what everything though, because for my I can job, sit there in a game, shake your hand, high five, be on the bench, no mask, but I can't play. That and and again, right? That's the Nets. I think that's a inter like if we're gonna view it from the company aspect of it, that's it a that's a internal company issue to me. That's a internal Brooklyn Nets issue. That doesn't affect the entire league. That's something that the Nets have personally with Kyrie Irving. Joe Tasai has personally with Kyrie Irving. At this point, you can't say it's not personal. You can't that's say something, it's not personal. That's something that he personally has with Kyrie Irving. I don't like when people try to try blame to the league or try to blame the entire right like like what's adam silver gonna step in and do like y'all have to understand that these are independent companies within a bigger conglomerate that's why the nba mbpa is there that's why the mbpa is there and guess what yeah. they didn't say nothing they didn't they come didn't to, know what to, say, to be honest with you they, they didn't come i mean listen you that's your job if you're the <laughs> president of of the mbpa that's your job. You got to figure out what to say. Yeah. I, no, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, not no shade to CJ. And I, I don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. Maybe he is saying this stuff a lot or not. He's not as vocal as I would he's like not, to be. He's not as public about it. Yeah. And I think that you see other players be very public about it 
and maybe maybe the players like that. Maybe they don't. I, I'm not going to criticize CJ on that, but I feel like a lot of this stuff would be it, – it would show a better defense if they if he publicly came out and he was like, you can't do that, and we will fight you tooth and nail that you can't do that. If the VP of the or association is saying it, then the C, the president The president of- is probably also saying it, but, he, but he's not. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not saying it publicly. But you also write like there's also the, the day-to-day of that that – He's also getting ready for a basketball game tomorrow. That's true. You know what well, I mean? So you a, sign up for that, so though. Much, absolutely. There's so much nuance that goes it into is. that, and just from like being a part of a union before and and seeing how you how you know unions step up and different things like that happen, right? Like I've been a part of bad unions. I've been a part of good unions. I've been a part. I've been in a in union meetings where somebody comes through and they like, "Hey, man, you know you shouldn't have did that." And I'm sitting there looking at them like, it don't matter what I did. You're supposed to defend me. You on my mm-hmm. side, right? Like you're legally on my side. Your legal rep should have taken. He should. Your union rep should have taken you to the side and. and you tell. You don't tell way. me that in front of the the big wig, right? Like, and yeah. and on the flip side of that, I've had muzz that came in, bro. I'd never forget this dude, bro. I swear to God, it was Mick Foley. He was a he was a <laughs> he was a line <laughs> tech, and he had hair down his back blind hair bro he was giving it to my man he was like you are such a dumb you don't even understand what this guy can do you don't know what the work is you bro i was like boy if he pulls the sock out i'm coming with the rock <laughs> bro, you pull the sock out, i'm coming with the rock i got a rock bro. bottom of you boom you know I mean? <laughs> bro. like that's i think right like that's the part where i'm looking at the nbpa where i'm looking at the players association where i'm looking at you know a lot of that like y'all got to get the nets in check Sure. I can, bl- I, I, I can, I have, I don't know, maybe it's a talent because some people just can't do it. I can look at what Kyrie did and say, I don't agree with what you did. I think that it's wrong. I can also look at the Nets and be like, he should not have to come back and grovel to you because you want to prove that you're the boss and Facts. you got money. Facts. And I think that's the part that a lot of people can't do. I feel like a lot of people are just like, either the Nets are wrong or Kyrie's wrong. That's not how real world works. Both That's people not how the real world works. <laughs> Both people can be wrong in a lot of situations. For sure. I agree. I agree. So how it pertains back to Kevin Durant, though, is ultimately the statement was him pretty much running down the roster and said, you got these guys in seven and you want to sit there and say, hey, and he said, no disrespect to them. But it's like <laughs> it's so disrespectful, though. It is. Listen, it's disrespect, Katie. You can't say no disrespect and it'd it be like, it's bro. me and y'all. It was That's, a disrespect. Bro, is it, where, you got the quote? I'm gonna get bored. Read the it's quote. Read the quote, bro. Nah, the quote. The quote is definitely, bro. Like it, this, is the thing. If I'm a role player on your team, bro, and I'm trying my best, and I'm just not as good as Kevin Durant. <laughs> now the full quote is actually something different. I'm gonna sit there and take it as a little bit of disrespect, bro, because that mess had me dying. Like essentially, while kids looking it up, I think the gist of it is, um. He basically says, you guys, you're expecting the world from a team that has me and Royce O'Neal and um, they don't even have Brown no more. He basically names his teammates that are in the starting lineup with him. Uh, Yuta Watanabe. He said, what did y'all think? Right, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, drop that. Drop the quote. Drop he said, the quote. look at our starting lineup. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out there? So if you're watching from that lens, you're expecting us to play well because number seven is out there. <laughs> That's the quote. 
bro, hey, bro, hey, bro, listen. listen. I don't even know who Sumner listen. is. Listen, listen. It ain't wrong. I get what he's saying. There's nothing wrong about the statement, but you definitely just basically said these mugs suck, and it's me. <laughs> I'm supposed to win with this. bro. That's the that's the equivalent of calling out your team at export. I mean, which is my favorite thing. You know what? Kevin Durant will always be one of my favorite athletes of all time, bro. Because you know who I am. Not even that. That quote to me is Bro, crazy. he looks at who he looks at playing in the NBA like he really just going to hoop for a couple hours and then come back and get on the game. Like, and he's amazing at the game. But bro, when he talks and when he when he reacts to stuff and when he it cracks me up because he's just like hey bro listen i'm me but they're them and them ain't going equal up to me being great <laughs> i heard that quote and i'm not even tripping on them for it again i look at the brooklyn nets and i say y'all put a awful team together Thanks. uh i also think that kevin durant may or may not have played his role in that he probably picked the wrong player to keep around because I think I with think how James Harden is playing right now, if you made a move, but also right, like I, I, I can't say that he was all in on Harden either. But I also can't say for like the hall of picks that they got back that they wouldn't have just been like, yeah, we don't really care, Kevin. Like we're gonna make this trade. Yeah, they got good picks back. They got picks. They got players. They got. And if you I, look at when Seth Curry is playing, Seth went off in the game. Seth be balling. Seth can play this, bro. Seth, I've always Seth said can Seth shoot, can play. Bro. Seth can shoot. Seth can shoot just like Stephen Curry, but nobody, and not as far. I'm not. I ain't gonna say that. He can't shoot as deep as Steph. But I think no he one just as good from three. No, but he can't shoot as deep. Like Seth ain't pulling up from like the logo and walking away from it. Um, but I also can't say that Seth Curry has always had the same opportunity that Steph has. Like, I don't that's even remember a, a team that he started on. That's a fact. I don't, even a, rem- I a don't remember fact, a team bro. he started on. You speaking now. You cooking now. Well, I guess he started on Philly, but I thought he was cooking in Philly. And he also wasn't the focal point of that team. He was giving that to Joel Embiid. He was averaging 15 points a game. You cooking yeah. now. Yeah, basically, like, not, like... basically not being the focal point. I, I think well, I think positioning is everything. Facts, you be speaking facts. I think <laughs> positioning is everything, bro. Legit. I think like when CJ talked about that, right? Like I think I'm I believe it was CJ. I want to say it was on the JJ Reddick podcast. And he basically said that when you get put into a role player box, it's Hard. almost impossible to get out of it because that's what they look at you as. Can I give you an interesting fact? Let's do it. When do you think the last time Seth Curry shot under 40, 40% from three? Like, hear, hear me out. Year. Seth Curry. Seth Curry's a better shooter than Steph is. He has St- not st- shot. Statistically, he's a better shooter than Steph is. He has not shot under 40% his entire career. Now, I will say this. Shots taken does matter. How many you take does matter. And his own brother has said this to him. There's a reason you don't get to get them shots. <laughs> so maybe Steph and, and them us know them we don't. But last season, I he averaged nearly it. seven shots a game, seven threes a game, 6.5. Yeah. yeah. That's that's almost that's Steph. 
he shot 46%. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I know yeah, he's he's a hooper. I wanted Seth. Everybody was everybody was sitting there tweaking. I was like, go get Seth Curry to be a starting point guard. Most was looking at me crazy. They was like, well, first, well, I, I guess yeah, he's I, not a point guard for me. I, I'll I'll agree with them on it. Well, neither is Steph. If we gonna put it under that, like they the same That's build. But I, I I think the uh, the the one thing that I will say that Muzz was killing me. They was like, our backcourt defense would be awful. It would be terrible. Oh, uh, it would be, be sure. god awful. <laughs> we would get cooked by everybody in the backcourt for sure. For sure. But Seth Curry to me is a player that can make a difference on that Brooklyn Nets team, but you do have to have the right coach to make that team better. And I, while I like the guy that they brought in, I like the name they brought in, I don't think that that's going to be it. Man, they didn't bring nobody in. They just promoted somebody that was already there. Well, that's what I'm saying. They gave him the job. I, I love the fact – I love how he said it. So I want him to be successful for if any reason just because he said it. I wasn't, I wasn't my wife's my first wife choice first either. Choice. I've been married twenty years. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't like that. That felt like uh, felt like you've you've uh, we ain't got the right coach. That's what that felt like. Hey, bro, what like, listen, no, you weren't even hey. winning at home. God hey. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this is over before it begins. No, baby, I don't Who's want that no winners. Oh, come on, bro. I want winners. I don't want that. Come I want on, winners. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, so you just good would be in second place. I just no, I, I, can't do I, look at, I look at Kevin Durant's team. <laughs> bro, I, I literally I hate to do this right now, but I have to jump. Oh, that's cool, bro. I, hey, I do have to jump. Bro, so listen, that's, we were supposed to be going, we were supposed to do an hour. We always do this. Oh, we got an hour. It's an hour and a half show, bro. It's been an hour and a half, bro. It's all good, man. Hey, we appreciate y'all for tuning in for another episode. We hope y'all super fans enjoyed this, man. Um, we want to give y'all this content once a week. Hopefully, just just random conversation like this. Sometimes it might not even be about sports. Honestly, it just might be about whatever the biggest topic hey, is. So that's we appreciate. Oh yeah, we don't do everything on this mug, man. Hey, this is the views from Beaches Podcast. If you don't agree with our viewpoint, man, you might just be sitting in a sec, a different section. Y'all stay safe out there, man. Peace. <laughs>